Today's topic is leveraging data and IoT. More specifically, we're going to look at the telecom industry and discuss how telcos can unlock value and expand their enterprise business through IoT and data. And to help me do this, I am joined by Douglas Mortensen, who is the Senior Director of Product Development at Oracle Cloud Infrastructure. Welcome, Doug. Thank you, Bernard. Great to be here. Where are you joining us from today? I am calling in from sunny Seattle, where we have finally gotten out of the rainy season and we're getting into summer at last. Very good. So tell us a little bit more about what you do at Oracle. So I am responsible for the product development aspects of making sure our cloud is as performant and functional as needed to support the telecommunications industry. And in doing that, we're bridging the worlds together between the cloud and the telco and bringing the two closer together and providing a platform that is performant and functional to meet the needs of telcos across IT, network and business services. Very good. So you're the perfect person to speak to. And I, I'd like to start as wide as possible. So why is data so important today? So, you know, I would say that in this day and age, data is the key to innovation. Um, it's in fact why they say data is now the world's most valuable resource. And it's also why you find that data is at the center of almost every company's digital strategy. And, and it makes sense, there's a good reason for that, which is you know, we can create intelligent applications that can use that data from multiple sources and you can combine it with analytics and artificial intelligence to make predictions and suggestions to drive more personalized user experiences. I mean, quite frankly, to make better business decisions. And so the value and importance of data is, is, is evident. But the trick to this is it's not as simple as, as I've said, of course, right? In reality, data lives in silos today. It's living in different departments and business units. And the challenge is being able to say, okay, I, I, I want to, to make data the center of my strategy, but you have to be able to break down those silos, be able to pull it together, centralize it, democratize it so that it's readily accessible because what you wanna be able to do then of course is be able to unlock those insights. The value of the data is being able to pull it together and drive the analysis and artificial intelligence so that you can reap the full value of it. Yeah, and lots of people listening here today will realize data is such an important asset, is driving value in organizations. So today's focus is the telecom industry. So what data is particularly valuable for telecom companies and what opportunities do you see and what can you do with this data? What can they do with their data? In my mind, it's unquestionable that data is going to be transformative to the telecommunications industry, to telcos. It's gonna change the way they operate. It's gonna change the way they differentiate themselves in the market. And you know, there's vast quantities of data really across three high level categories that we can talk about. Um, it's subscriber data, it's network data, it's device data. And the quantities of these data, as we all know, 
is only increasing, especially as we step into 5G and we introduce new services and new capabilities. So the, the use of that data, I think a lot of it today is still undefined. There, there's, there's a moment of discovery. It's a greenfield opportunity. What can we do with all this data? But that said, I do think there's a couple of areas that are gonna be particularly critical for, for telcos to step into around data. Um, the first of which is the customer experience. As we all know, it, it used to be that, that telcos could differentiate based on coverage or bandwidth or, or even device selection. And, and that's simply not true anymore. And you have to be able to differentiate on services and CX. Now, when it comes to the customer experience, the industry needs to shift from being reactive to proactive. You know, in fact, TM Forum talks about this, this idea of, of you know, being reactive where you're dealing with customer complaints and moving over to a proactive mode where you're able to do upsells and cross-sells. But really what you'll be able to do with that data, it, it, it's affecting so many areas that you and I could spend an hour talking about them. But, but a couple of the, the key things that I see is really things around billing, for instance, where you're able to have a, a, the, the using the data science and the artificial intelligence to ensure that you're, you're looking at the billing and making certain that there's no errors, making certain... There's no fraud in, in, in the billing. You're also moving into the area of retention and, and dealing with customer churn and understanding subscriber behavior. And, mm -hmm. and I should mention, Bernard, that when I talk about subscribers and, 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 and customers, I, re I really need to highlight, especially in the 5G era, that when I talk about a customer, it's really not just consumers anymore, right? It's consumers and enterprises. And so the idea of improving CX is not just for the consumer, but it's also for those services that will be delivered to the enterprise as well. And then of course, when you talk about the customer experience, it, it has to get down to the network itself. Understanding the, the user's behavior on the network and ensuring you're delivering an optimal experience for them as they're using the network itself. But the other area that I think will be extremely valuable, and it's really forward looking, I think this is very exciting for, for all of us, is the idea of network data analytics and, and specifically you know we're talking about the network data analytics function and what we can do with this this is a, a really you know greenfield opportunity to, to really fundamentally change how the networks are being operated and what we can do is you you imagine all of these network functions are emitting telemetry and telling us information about the status of the network that's a vast quantity of data coming at us but what we can do is we can automate and analyze that data we can detect and predict network anomalies. We can create self-healing networks. This is really exciting stuff. And it's important to the CSPs for, for, for a number of reasons. Some of them are, are self-evident, but, but I'll, I'll, I'll outline them. The idea of being able to do these things, it's really gonna reduce costs for the telcos. And that's extremely important. Being able to cut costs is, is, is paramount to going into the future. But they're able to do this. They're able to cut the cost, but they're removing the manual labor that's required to manage and maintain their networks. But really by doing that, they're also increasing the time to repair. What they're doing is now they're able to automate these things and self-heal. So you're removing the costs and you're increasing the time to respond to these anomalies and problems, which is fantastic for them. But the upshot of all of that is really around the network resiliency that you're bringing. When you have a healthy network, mm 
Hmm. You have a more resilient network. And, and where does that flow back to? The customer experience. When you have that healthy network that's able to quickly repair itself or even predict failures before they happen, you have a better customer experience. Very good. So maybe we can bring this to life with some examples, even if you can't name specific organizations. What I would love to see is, have you got any examples of communication service providers using specific data coming from IoT devices or elsewhere and what they've done with it and the kind of benefits they can get from it? So we, we certainly have a number of examples uh, of the, uh, a broad range of our products being leveraged to improve the environment for telcos. And specifically, when we look at some of our billing systems that we've done, our cloud scale monetization, when we look at the CX solutions, we have a solution known as digital experience for communications that is being employed by telcos around the world to do these exact same things, to make certain that we're bringing together the data for the telcos. And I can certainly share with you different examples of that that we can we can post for, for your subscribers. Perfect. So we're going to add some links into the conversation. Yes. Perfect. In order to become more data-driven and leveraged data, what do you see are some of the key barriers and challenges to actually making this happen? So I, I think the first thing that you have to recognize is that you need to be able to step into a modern data management strategy. And again, we're talking about vast quantities of data. We're talking about that subscriber network and device data and, and recognizing that the quantities of data are only going to be increasing with 5G. So what we need to do is you need to think about that strategy allowing you to have a strong data management platform that handles heterogeneous data and it scales to extreme volumes, but, but it needs to minimize the administrative costs of doing this. And this is something that Oracle is very good at. We've been very thoughtful in this particular area with things like autonomous database and being able to support our customers with the administration and maintenance of these critical data management systems. But it also gets into the need as part of that strategy to include what we talked about earlier. How are you going to unlock the, the, the insights in that data? Well, you need data science and AI services as part of your platform to be able to bring that to bear. And, and really, Bernard, where, where this is all kind of coalescing to is the idea of having a data lake house that is able to deal with, with data lakes, data warehouses, dealing with structured and unstructured data. And, and begin breaking down those silos and bring it into a place where you can really truly work with the data. So I think one of the barriers and challenges is coming up with that data management strategy and getting the right tooling and platform in place to support that. But really there's, there's a few other areas that, that are worth mentioning that I see as, as specific barriers and challenges that need to be dealt with to, to, to really deal with data and come up with a strong data management uh, strategy. Mm. And you know the, the first of which I would talk about is uh, you know, it's about the performance, the scalability, and the agility that you need as a telco. You know, and when I talk about performance, you know, a lot of times it, 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 you can talk about the application running at the top or the service running at the top, but it, it is certainly that. But it's also the underlying platform and the networking that is being provided. You need a, a, a non-blocking, non-oversubscribed network to ensure 
that you're able to deliver the packets that are flowing across your network, right? We're talking about vast quantities of data and it's not just sitting in a repository. A lot of this is active and flowing when we talk about IoT devices. So you need to have a strong network underneath it to support it, but also the scalability. This is critically important. We can't always build our networks to worst case. That's it's expensive and inefficient. So the scalability aspects to scale up and scale down as loads are changing is critically important. And then of course the agility is really important because what we wanna be able to do is there's a lot of unpredicted things in the future that we're gonna to wanna to do with data. So we need to have an environment that allows us to develop, test and deploy the types of solutions we need to handle that data. Some of those things we can't see today, but what we can have today is a platform that enables us to solve for those things quickly and reduce our time to market. Now, the other aspect that I think is important for us to discuss is what I'll categorize as, as, as privacy, security, and, and regulatory requirements, mm -hmm. right? We're talking about data here. And so as soon as you're in the space of data, you have to be cognizant of protecting that data and securing that data. And really where this is going today is around data sovereignty, data residency, and those regulatory requirements that we're seeing around the world. And rightly so, we need to protect this data and ensure that it's being hosted in appropriate environments and locations where it needs to be. So the data management strategies can't just be around a, a performant platform with a lot of services. It has to be taking into account the data and where it lives. Hmm. And then lastly, um, and this is something that, that applies to the telecommunications industry, but, uh, but many industries is we're really looking at a, 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 a not a barrier as much as a, as a challenge, I would say, which is we've got a lot of traditional monolithic applications over years and years, and they're running mission critical applications for companies. We need to migrate those to cloud native architectures. We need to move to microservices. And really what that will allow us to do is take advantage of the full power of what platforms have to offer and allow us to achieve efficiencies in running those applications and how we maintain them with DevOps and CICD. And we have to make this move to take those monolithic applications and get them into cloud native architectures. Very good. And do you have any specific tips for communications service providers of how they can tackle those challenges and overcome them and address them? I think one of the key things that we're spending a lot of time working on is developing Kubernetes-based solutions where you're able to not only deploy the network functions into your environment, but you're also able to orchestrate, manage, and maintain them. And this is a critical aspect of considering how you're deploying your architecture and how you're rolling out your NFs. It's not just a matter of running it on the platform, it's how you manage and maintain it. So one of the critical aspects to consider is the ability to orchestrate and deploy those NFs into your environment and consider how you're running your CI CD pipelines. Now, on top of that, and I'll talk about this uh, perhaps a little bit later, is, is really how you're able to push those workloads out to the edge. When you're running a telco network, not everything is sitting consolidated in a central location. Sometimes those workloads need to be at edge locations, either the near edge or the far edge. So the ability to consider how you're able to orchestrate and push those workloads out to those locations is also important. 
Very good. And we can't talk about telcos without talking about 5G. 5G is expected to generate a data tsunami, especially when we talk about enterprise services that will use the connectivity that telcos provide. So how will these solutions help telcos, especially bringing some of the solutions to their enterprise customers? And what opportunities do you see there and what challenges? You know, uh, it's been said that, you know, 4G was for the consumer and 5G is for the enterprise. And um, I think that's absolutely true. Um, but it, it is really critically important um, in this modern age for CSPs to be able to go beyond connectivity and to go up the value chain. Uh, you know, connectivity will become a commodity. And so in order to grow and to prosper, the ability to offer these enterprise services is critical to the future of CSPs. And I think to get there, to be able to handle this vast amount of data and to be able to offer the services, it's critically important to talk about the platform and what you need out of that platform to future-proof yourself, to be able to have a converged platform that supports a multitude of different workloads. And what I would say is the platform really needs to be built from the ground up to, to provide reliability and performance. But also, it needs to offer the complete set of services. You know, we were talking about data management and data science and AI and, and other aspects that are critical to being able to have that data management strategy. The platform needs to support this holistic view of everything you're doing. And that's fantastic when you have a cloud that is readily available and it has the performance, reliability, and services that you need. But then we get back to that, that barrier we talked about, which is the, the data residency and the regulatory requirements. And what do you do with that? You know, When you can't move to the public cloud, how do you leverage and, and enable yourself to take the benefits of the public cloud? Well, we have a solution for that. And it's something that we had thought about and it's particularly critical to the telecommunications industry, which is our dedicated regions solution. And uh, let me just take a moment to explain what that is. Dedicated regions are the same as our public regions. It's a full public region that is able to come on-prem and support a customer on-prem as a private cloud. It's their cloud, but it operates with the same services and capabilities as the public cloud. So what this is doing is really addressing these data sovereignty, data residency concerns, the regulatory requirements, but you're not compromising with what you have in that cloud. It's still the full cloud. And what is important about it is it still retains the same business model for how you're using the cloud. So Oracle is still responsible. It's a fully managed cloud. And it has the same pricing structure to it. So you're paying the same as you would in the public cloud and you only pay for what you consume. So from an OpEx versus CapEx point of view, this is an OpEx model, just like the public cloud. But what it's enabling you to do is bring your workloads on-prem to control the location of that data, to meet those data residency requirements, to meet those regulatory requirements, but you're not compromising what the cloud is and what it brings to you. So this is a, critical aspect of being able to step into these 5G business services where you're collecting lots of data. And by the way, it also has performance enhancements to it. From a latency point of view, by moving the full cloud on-prem, you're getting closer to your users, you're getting closer to the data, and thereby you're reducing the latency. Now, the upshot of all of this is 
a, a performant and reliable cloud and the capability of dedicated regions that bring it on-prem is really what I'm saying here is we are enabling CSPs with this technology to modernize their IT estates and really build their next generation digital platform. So this is really talking about a transformation from being a telco into a techco. Yeah, this is a very interesting point. I believe that in the future, every company needs to become a tech company, a data-driven tech company. And this is very true for telecom companies. And like so many other industries are going through a huge transformation. So looking into the future then, what can we expect to see in the future in this industry? What predictions have you got? Are there any specific technologies that you are excited about looking forward? So I think a, a couple of things to talk about here. I, I think this idea of the transition from a telco to a techco remains true. And as you're saying, I think we're going to see that in, in, in spades. And I think it's important to understand where uh, where where CSPs can get that technology enablement from and, and what's the right platform that will future-proof them so they can have a converged platform to, to run their IT workloads, to run their networks, and to, to build business services. And that's going to be critically important. But I think underwriting that, what you'll really see across the industry is, you know, first off, this idea of being able to reduce and cut costs while increasing their agility. And again, this gets into this idea of being responsive to the market and reducing the time to market. But also, there's a focus now on creating an environment for innovation and being able to do that. It's, it's very, very clear whether we're talking about data and what we can do with it or new innovative services, you need to have that environment for innovation. And, and telcos are very focused on this. They, they know that this is the future and, and where they're going. The other aspect that, that again, is exactly at the heart of what we're talking about is evolving to be uh, insight-driven organizations, like really putting a focus on data science and AI services and, and, and really driving out those insights that, and understanding the wealth in their data and building towards that. And then of course, this continuation of going beyond connectivity and finding ways to become digital platforms and offer new and innovative services will remain key. And then last, again, going back to where we started is, you know, they, they need to differentiate themselves becoming CX centric and, and being able to, to, to transform themselves by using these technologies, using the data as we described is really gonna be a critical aspect. So I think you're gonna see investments across all of these areas. But, but the last thing I'll come back to is really, I think, in the future, we're going to see an increased emphasis around data residency and the privacy and security of data. I, I think this is, the, my prediction is going to be, we're gonna have more of this, not less. And it's gonna be critically important to build into your data management strategies and your tooling and platforms and solutions, how you're going to address this. So my prediction would be the technologies you need to be able to understand is, being able to meet the regulatory requirements, the data residency requirements, and having the right enabling technology. You still want to achieve all of the scalability and agility that the cloud offers you, but the importance is being able to ensure that you also have the control that you need and you're able to meet those requirements. And so what I'd really say is this latter point, you're going to have you're going to see a building across all those other areas I talked about. But I think as we move into the next you know three to five years, these concepts around privacy, security, control of data will be exceptionally important. 
Very good. Thank you very much. This is definitely an exciting time for telcos, if not a bit scary as well. A lot of transformation happening, lots of challenges for them. If anyone wants to learn more, we will put a few links into the chat. And I believe the registrations for Oracle Cloud World are open now as well. This will take place in Las Vegas, October 17th to 20th. So feel free to register for that. I guess this is virtual as well, right? It will be in-person and virtual as well. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. So no excuse for anyone not to go. <laughs> very good. <laughs> thank you very much, Doug. That was super fascinating. And thank you very much for joining me. Thank you, Bernard. Anyone who ever wants to re-watch any of these conversations, head to my YouTube channel or check out my podcast. Thank you very much.